2: from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: That's right. We're two weeks away from the game, and experts are wondering if a Super Bowl doesn't have Tom Brady, can it still be called a Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But this is the Bengals' first Super Bowl appearance since the 80s. A lot has changed since then. Uh, Back then, inflation was high. There was tension with Russia, and our president was in his late 70s.
3: Wait, that's not different. That's the same. It's ironic or in, it's mildly interesting. I didn't, I didn't find it that funny. Um, all that is information you can use. Oh, Tom Brady has officially retired. It's for real this time. He put it out on his own site. And uh, the game is in fine hands with a whole bunch of different quarterbacks, including the guy from the Bengals who was three years old when Brady started playing in the NFL, which is just stunning. And I think it's awesome that Brady's last game, he was freaking Tom Brady in that last game. They didn't lose because of him. I mean, that comeback
2: was unbelievable. Right. Yeah, agreed. My favorite Tom Brady statistic. There it was, draft day, his rookie year. And they picked another player before they picked Brady. Then they picked another one and another one. He was the 199th player selected. And he's the greatest of all time.
3: Sixth round. So you had multiple shots at Tom Brady. And every team in the league said, no, no, still no. That guy's got to be better than that guy. Still no. So you get you to the sixth round. had
2: fat guys walking down the street who'd never played football before that were drafted by teams. Oh, he's big and fat. Maybe he'd be good. Before they got to Tom Brady. <laughs> Just unbelievable. How'd you like to be that team that was 198th? <laughs> Well, and he
3: wanted to play for the 49ers because he grew up in the Bay Area and idolized Joe Montana and wanted to play for the 49ers, but they passed on him five times like every other team did.
2: Right, right, yeah. Just goes to show something. I'm not sure what. So hang in there. Hang in there. That's, that's the lesson we take from this. Hang in there. Hang in there is the lesson. If you know you have it in you, sooner or later, the world is going to recognize it, unless they don't, and you'll have failed. Anyway, hang in there, everybody. He doesn't so, seem like a guy that's going to
3: be in the booth, right? I've never, I've never sensed that he expresses any interest in that.
2: Uh, no, I, I, uh, he's a pretty good golfer. He was on that uh, celebrity novelty event with, with Tiger and, and was Phil? I can't remember who played in that. Uh, anyway, um, I could see him announcing that he's going to go for the senior golf tour, and he becomes obsessed with that. And and tries to you know make that by the time he's fifty, who knows? I wish him well though. He's a handsome, gent. Never noticed that. Very good looking boy. Uh here's a question for you. You ever use those uh like uh like Airbnb or VRBO or anything to rent a house? I've not, because uh, uh, I uh, dream come true. I never go anywhere or do anything. Is one of the reasons that I've yeah. Not done. I hesitated to even ask it. but um, <laughs> I just I used one of them and uh dream come true. Uh, two years deferred, but indeed, uh, my benefactor, a terrific uh, gentleman who had Masters tickets and said, I know how much you want to go. Why don't you use my tickets? Um Now, two years down the road, finally, they're going to have patrons uh, at the Masters again. They don't that's, call them fans. They call them patrons. That's a golf match of some that, sort? That's a golf tournament. It's the greatest of all golf tournaments, in my opinion. But anyway, so uh, I have uh, a couple of tickets to go to the Masters, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to stay in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. And I thought I had a place rented, and the lady got back to me. She said, no, nah, uh, I sold that house years ago. I've been trying to figure out how to get it off of <laughs> website. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, time's a-wasting, and, and more and more places are getting snatched up. Yeah. Well, so, sleep, in your sleep in your car. But I'm thinking I'm using the old-school site. i got to Airbnb it. Well, um, have you considered the Super 8? No, oh good lord, no! You can't get a room, and they're crazy expensive. Oh really? Plus, I'm going, you know, with uh, some heated family pool. members. Color television. Oh, heated pool. Heated pool full of urine and chlorine. The hell! Color television. If I'm trying to get like grime off of tires, I might use what's in a hotel pool. <laughs> Here's a question about the hotels. Yes. Or do
3: you have more on that before I before I sign? Nah, doesn't matter. Was that a plea if somebody's
2: listening in the Georgia area to let you stay at their home? Is that what that was? I find that extremely unlikely. No, I was just curious what people thought is the best mm. site these days. Right. It's probably Airbnb, I guess. I don't know. It's the most famous one. Mm. Um,
3: so this happened uh, recently, I think, when I traveled to Kansas for Christmas. So uh, I'm unpacking my bag when we get home. No, when we got to the room, because all my, my 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 brothers were there and uh, and uh, the the kids cousins. So this, we call it cousin Christmas. We're all together unpacking my bag, and there's a soap in there from the hotel. And one of my kids says, "Dad, you stole the soap from the hotel." <laughs> and I said, "That's not stealing." And 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 one of the people in the room I don't remember said, "Yeah, it is." And then one of the other people, a couple other people, said, "No, it's not." Uh, what's what's your opinion on <laughs> taking soaps? Dis, it's a disposable item they expect you to use well, well, and, well and which items I, i'm perfectly comfortable with the soaps like i'm not yeah. actually concerned
2: but i often drive away with a mattress strapped to the <laughs> roof of my car just speaking for myself i assume the tv is for my <laughs> for my pleasure
3: what about chandeliers i like the chandelier <laughs> sure lighting. Nice, lots yeah. of
2: lighting if you come sure.
3: to my home it looks like you're in a
2: motel six you talk um, to any hotel manager, they'll say, you guys think you're being funny. We have lamps disappear all the time.
3: Well, so where, where, which items are completely 100% okay to take? And I don't, like, for some reason I feel a little oogie about um, some of the disposable items, but not the
2: soaps for some reason. Soaps, I am
3: completely guilt-free about taking the
2: soaps. No, the soap, the little bottles of shampoo or, or whatever, that's 100% grabable, grab them.
3: But, but and I only do it at a decent hotel because I don't want the super 8's soap most of the time. But this was a we stayed at a nice hotel in Denver wherever we were, and they had really nice soap. And so the, they got one in the shower and one at the sink. And I use the one at the sink, and then I have to wash my hands. I use the same bar in the shower so that I can save the other bar for my own use because I like the soap. Is that mm-hmm. like extraordinarily cheap or uncool? It classless theft any of those things it might well, be classless it,
2: well it's it's not theft it might be those other things but if it is we're both guilty of it um i, I just think w- w- ask yourself from the hotel's perspective is it theft the answer would be absolutely not for the soap they expect you to use that you know uh, whether in room or, or a little bit down the road you know a lamp a towel a, a bedspread <laughs> would steal those bedspreads. so ew. gross ew. oh my god so gross um, but uh, you know, the TV, uh, the mattress, like I said, that's theft. The soap, it's not theft. Okay. It's fine. Mouthwash? Sure. The little sewing kit? The sewing kit? Yeah. In absolutely. Case I, in case I need to darn some socks. <laughs> or, or the always useful shower cap. That, <laughs> I mean, I guess some gals use that occasionally, but, uh, shower cap. Yeah. Uh. Okay.
3: I just, because my kids really thought they, they really looked, the look on their face was, you're not the person we thought you were. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, I had taken the soap. Uh, Uh, Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I didn't want to promote theft because I'm always talking to them all the time about how I've never stolen anything. I wouldn't steal anything. You could, you know, leave the store open with nobody there. I'm not going to walk in and take anything. It doesn't make any difference. And then they see me stealing the soap from the hotel
2: quote unquote yeah, well, were you able to
3: convince them otherwise? I hope do, you, so. do you think I think so I just was they actually made me think, am I on solid ground here,
2: but you're saying they're disposable items yeah okay they they budget that they replenish that in the room, every although, new guest I think or although, at least mostly so I
3: don't take all the coffee cups that they've uh, provided disposable coffee cups. I haven't used these don't coffee empty cups, the so I box
2: think, of tissues, probably. Yeah, I don't,
3: yeah, exactly. I don't take the whole box of tissues. Or, you know, here's a whole roll of toilet paper. That's disposable. and It's for my pleasure. Um, I, I don't take the roll of toilet paper. I wouldn't even think of it. And I would consider that stealing.
2: So there you is a gray You're area right. in there. You're right. You changed my mind. You are a thief <laughs> and a hypocrite.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I may have convinced myself that, no, you know what? I used as much toilet paper as I needed and left the rest. Any more than that would be not cool. Why is it not the same for the soap? Hmm. I only need one bar. I'm taking the other one. Yeah, they... I, can't, I can't make a good argument for
2: taking the soap, but not the toilet paper or the tissues. Well, what if they uh, give you two packets of coffee? You drink one, you grab the other one. I would never is that do out that out of line? I wouldn't do that. Really? Huh.
3: I haven't. I can't justify it one way or the other. I can't make an argument one way or the other. But it it my my logic is not holding together. That's what I'm saying. Either one's okay or none of them are okay.
2: Well, I you know, my problem with, like, taking the rest of the roll of TP is just that it's odd. I don't think it's a significant expense to the hotel. It's just wherever you're going, there's going to be more. <laughs> I mean, unless it's the early days of the freaking COVID. And, 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 you know, people are down to using newspapers. So you load up
3: on the, 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 the K-cups and the coffee cups and the creamer and the little straws and
2: everything, huh? Well, no, I don't want that stuff. I suppose conceivably a K-cup? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's anyway. a cost to the hotel. True. You know what? I, I probably shouldn't tell this story. I've uh, belonged to a couple of golf clubs. Um, through the years where there was a member who would show up and like sometimes even like with their family and they're, they're in the pro shop at a nice golf club. You might have a basket of oranges and some hard boiled eggs or something or whatever. A oh, hard boiled egg on a hot day. Some, that's refreshing or it doesn't, it's not necessarily a hot day. Anyway, so they got this stuff for the golfers if they want them and these people would sweep in and empty all those into their pockets and walk out again. Wow. Their argument being, well, that's there for the members to enjoy, so. And uh, and and there was one guy in particular at, at, at a golf club. They had a, uh, a coffee machine set up, and it's a private club, okay? So, you know, it's it's members there. And he'd go fill his pocket with all the K-cups and walk out again. Say, wow. well, they're for the members, so. And it's like, no, 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 no. Wow. No. Yeah, how do you not? See, that one is not even close to a
3: gray line to me.
0: That's uh, none cl- of your
3: business. <laughs> that one's not even close. That you're just
2: a thief or a hoarder, some sort of weirdo. I would tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. How I, I, into- I mean, that's just crazy. So, okay, so let's let's take it to the the uh, ridiculous extreme, as they say. There's a Latin term for that, I think, but I can never remember Latin terms. I speak English anyway. Uh, so every single member does that. Say you got 300 golf members, 350. So every single member does that every day. You are no longer a golf club. You're a K-cup dispensary by the thousands and thousands, okay? Which is just insane. If most people grab that one bar of soap out of the hotel room, meh. I walk into a place and they got oranges cool,
3: apples cool. The other things you mentioned, free hard-boiled eggs just isn't tripping my trigger.
2: but maybe Oh, it's, it's great. It's protein. It's a nice protein
3: snack. Oh, it's, it's one of for, my
2: favorite uh,
3: on-course snacks. Oh, it's because you're exercising and you want to eat something healthy. Yeah. It's not you're lounging around. You're saying, you know, what sounds good.
2: <laughs> no, you you grab it and you put it in the golf cart or in your bag or whatever okay. and well, you that's munch out it on the course. That's
3: like a power bar or something.
4: Okay.
2: Right, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, that's humble just, egg.
3: I thought it was just you're hanging around, you're reading a book, sitting by the fire. You the know what would be good, good right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
3: do up a basket of
2: hard boiled eggs.
3: <laughs> Any comment on this? Text line 415
2: 295 KFTC. Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. We got a lot of texts about the what you can take out of a hotel room or
2: whatever. Um, Maybe we'll get to that next segment. Fabulous. I'd hate to think that I've uh, gone off the moral straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. Good folks, it's a slippery
3: slope. Next thing you know, you're human trafficking
2: i don't think i am uh at some point maybe tomorrow we'll get to the fact that many scientists have not said elon musk's Neuralink brain chip they're saying it's not inspiring it's terrifying
3: okay i want to hear that
2: so we'll get to that eventually uh you know it's funny with all the craziness going on these days including vlad putin about to invade ukraine probably and we have uh, an update on that next segment it's easy to forget our border is still wide open there's still people pouring in by the hundreds of thousands even the millions william lodge reporting from the border yesterday clip 30 michael
4: a year ago the yuma sector was the most secure along the southern border according to the cbp that same data shows and agents on the ground say it's now overrun from a community standpoint it's a mess sheriff leon willman has never seen it this bad apprehensions jumping two thousand four hundred percent in one year he blames the biden administration He's diluted Border Patrol and their ability. He won't prosecute anybody that enters the country illegally. While Vice President Harris focuses on root causes, it's not helping here. 90% of the apprehensions are
2: not from Mexico or Central America.
4: Republic of uh,
2: Colombia. 90% now? Well, word has gotten out around the globe. You can come on in. And and you know what's interesting? Uh, you've seen a lot of Democrat politicians from the border region all of a sudden jumping on the bandwagon, um, and and agreeing with a lot of us who who believe we need to control our borders and have the immigration that we want, not just willy nilly.
3: I tweeted out, um, uh, I think it was Bill Malusian's report from Friday from the border that they caught, or he tweeted it that they caught five Syrians at the border, and <laughs> and, and and I tweeted out that story, and most of the replies were. These are hardworking people that are doing jobs Americans won't do. And I thought this seems like an orchestrated effort here to push back on this story. But ah. I don't I don't know. It seems like
2: a weird response. Bots and trolls, trolls and bots. Give us thirty one, Michael.
4: Migrants dump anything that identifies their name or country, helping them avoid deportation. Our emergency management had to pay for the the outhouses because we can't have all these individuals coming up here defecating in the farm fields, dumping their trash. There's some contamination issues there, for sure, um, with people on the sides of the field changing diapers. Farmer Alex Mullen found 30 Haitians camping last month in this field, forcing him to destroy the affected crop. I think our
2: goodwill is getting used against us, 100%. Well, and then in what seems increasingly like a suicide of a political party, the head of that party, Joseph R. Biden, commenting on the immigration outrages, 33.
4: If we figure out why they're leaving in the first place, it's not like people sit around and say, and... Uh... In Guadalajara, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have, give it to a coyote, take us across the border, leave us in the desert. The country doesn't want us. We don't speak the language. Won't that be fun?
2: The idea that we can't firm up our immigration system on our end until we understand precisely what motivates them is is idiotic. Who who would think that? Or even if we knew what motivated them, so your country sucks, so you get to come here. Everybody gets come here if they're you for country sucks. It's a non sequitur. The two have very little to do with each other. It's just dishonesty. Yeah. Can't believe anybody would fall for it. We'll see if this issue matters in the midterms. I
3: guess. Republicans are not doing a good job of making an issue of it, I don't think. If you miss an hour, grab the
0: podcast. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
4: The following is a high five moment
1: from high five casino.com.
4: I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army! Sarge, high five casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone! High five! High five! Casino! Casino! Win at high five casino.com! High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Condition supply. See website for details. High
0: five casino. The written answer uh, from the United States, which we have received on the 26th of January. Uh, But I have informed uh, Mr. Prime uh, Minister that uh, our main proposals were ignored.
3: That's Putin moments ago saying our written answer, which I don't think we should have played along with that ridiculous game, but we did. He asked for a written response to things we'd already said out loud a half dozen times. That no, we're not going to guarantee Ukraine's not part of NATO, et cetera, et etc. Um, uh, we give him a written answer, and then he waits a week. You know what's going on here. He's just dragging it out as he gets everything in place before he invades we've 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 had negotiations before where you do this sort of thing. I mean, you just you know you, you have a, a a reason to drag things out. that's what right. he's doing.
2: Yeah, I'm reminded of the story of one of the great naval heroes. I can't remember who it was precisely. It was told to surrender and sent his one-word reply: "Nuts." You know, in modern parlance, it'd be "F mm-hmm. I think our written reply should have been "F you." <laughs> Probably not helpful, but
3: or you heard me the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a story, a COVID story, a vaccine story that's making me angry. Get to that in just a second, it's just because it's so misreported. We got a whole bunch of texts, so I'll go through some of them there. They're kind of entertaining. Uh starting with this one. Golf and Hitler. That's all Joe talks about. <laughs> that's that's not true. That is not true. That's funny. So as as my kids accused me of stealing when they found the hotel's soap in my bag and I felt that I've been doing that my whole life if it's decent soap. Um I've been doing that my whole life. And I didn't even think twice about it, but my kids were unpacking the bag when we got home, and they looked at me like I was a different person than they thought I was.
2: Oh, no. Wow, Dad, we just, oh, okay. This is who you really are. You worked for a lifetime to build your rep. Took seconds to tear it down. There's a lesson there, folks. Because I've always really been big on not
3: stealing things, and um, so I was trying to explain that. No, that that's perfectly okay. That's part of the deal. But then they were starting to get into some other things that it. I can't, I, I can't make my logic work on some of this. So we got into the conversation of, uh, is the toilet paper okay to take? Well, no, I, I would see taking the toilet paper as theft, but it doesn't make any sense, really. That's a tough one. <laughs> <That's laughs> one. Anyway, so we got a bunch of texts. You used the sink and the shower. Both soaps are yours. Do you return airplane peanuts if you don't eat them on the plane? Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Oh, uh, so, so Joe mentioned hard-boiled eggs at the golf course. Guys, I'm a car mechanic, and I used to work with a guy that would just pull a hard-boiled egg out of his pocket at random times and start eating it. <laughs> I never saw him get the hard-boiled eggs from a fridge or anything. It just seemed like he always had a couple <laughs> in his pockets. It's <laughs> It's handy. <laughs> That is a funny maneuver. When you're standing around talking, just, you know, casually pull it
2: out of your pocket. Start peeling it. Yep. <laughs> Have a little salt shaker in your other pocket. <laughs> Hit that thing. Yep.
3: Oh, that's funny. Uh, all hotel all items in a hotel room are disposable single-use items and are included in the price of your room. So it is not stealing to take them with you. Okay, so I spo- but then the, then there is the, is it stealing, or is it just low rent? I mean, it's just, uh, packing your suitcase full of toilet paper and all those things, are you going to use them, really? Well,
2: uh, you know, the toilet paper is an interesting ethical example, but I've never in my life heard of anybody doing that. I'm sure there are some who do. I've got a text on that in a second. I mean, how about, how about if I, like, uh, uh, fix a hose to the, the sink faucet and fill up giant, you know, 10-gallon drums of water? Smuggle those all out to my car. Just steal hundreds of gallons of water.
3: I do like this sort of uh, discussion when you get into these things and your ethics aren't as clear-cut as you think they are because you start getting into different scenarios. So somebody used the example of um, if you make a cup of coffee to go when you leave the room, is that stealing? Because I said, I've never taken the the K-Cups with me. Right. Some people texted that, oh yeah, that's perfectly okay. And I've always thought that I, I didn't think about it much, but I've never taken them because I would feel like that was stealing. But if I make a cup of coffee to walk out the door with, what's the freaking difference? Yeah. There is none. So my As opposed ethics,
2: to two hours later.
3: How often do we do this with how many different topics where we have these ethical black and white things, but they don't hold up really on around the fringes? I don't know. Well,
2: mine do. Maybe yours don't. So you just I take have much cake. greater moral clarity you, you, than you do. So you just clearly. take
3: the cakeups with you? <laughs> I, I like, we got a lot of these. Hotels aren't allowed to pass on the unused soaps to the next guest. She so t- should take them if you've already opened them. Yeah, I know that if I've opened the soap and rubbed it on my dirty body, I don't leave it there for the next guest. Yes, I know that they have to throw that away. But it's Taking so those gross. with you is kind of difficult because you've got to wrap it in something or take a bag. I don't know.
2: Wrap it in the curtains you're stealing. uh-. <laughs> That's a good idea. Those blackout curtains, oh, those are so good. I gotta have them for my house. Consider
3: how much you paid for the freaking room. That stuff is all yours. So, like, I am getting some of the money back somehow by taking their crappy mouthwash and a couple of soaps. I, I don't know. It just seems like a. I mean, technically, I get it, but I don't know. Am I winning something? I guess is my point. Am I winning some sort of battle by getting back a dollar fifty worth of stuff? Well, they assumed you c- would use it, and so I'm going to use it just later. Uh, if it's disposable and has a name on it, it's there for marketing, and they probably didn't pay for it. I've never heard that before. Hmm. I don't know if i buy that. No, I don't think that's true. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to change what I do. I feel like the soaps are fair game. And I'll leave the other stuff behind.
2: Yeah, those dry, little, like, hard soaps that you get at, like, a cheap hotel. I don't think anybody grabs those. But if you're in a nice place and they got, like, some sort of oatmeal soap that smells they're, of tangerines. They're better than the soaps I have at home. I'm snagging at. Yeah. I am so snagging at. But Although, I, I'm not allowed to use soap anymore at home. It, in the shower. What? Because it, it leaves all sorts of, uh, uh, like, residue and, and stuff in the shower. Um, now I use the poof and the, like the, the, the what do you call it, the liquid stuff? Mm-hmm. And then you suds that up and use that instead of a bar of soap and it doesn't leave the residue. So I've, I'm off the soap train. I was always, my entire life, I was a soap guy. Now I'm a, I guess, body wash. I guess that's what they call it. You loofah yourself or do you have somebody that loofahs you? Oh, I have a couple of people that loofah me. <laughs> I just, I, I, uh, put my feet slightly wider than shoulder width i in the air and my team goes to work on me. It's like, uh, you know, a NASCAR pit stop, although much more gentle, mm, much more deliberate. Slow, take your time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm using a lot of soap.
3: Yeah, uh, I suppose you're right about the residue. I don't know. I don't care. And I will continue to use my barred soap. Well, I <laughs> pity you. <laughs> I Actually,
2: I miss the feeling of lathering up with some good yeah, Irish spring. Like I'm not going to lie to you. I like it. I like the kind of miss it.
3: When- yeah, whenever I've tried the body wash, I just don't feel clean afterwards, and I need to feel fresh.
2: Um, so this I is sh- I should I should quit letting that woman bully me. What's she ever done for me?
3: <laughs> this is the COVID vaccine story that is making me crazy, and um it's just because it's being re- it's not being reported in a way that reflects real life in the United States, and for some reason that bothers me. Pfizer's expected to seek authorization from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration as soon as today for its COVID-19 vaccine uh, vaccine for children ages six months to five years. And I've seen a number of reporters report this with the idea of it now. Uh, Good news for parents. Kids six months to five years can get the vaccine starting on Thursday from Pfizer. Okay, here's the the dissonance problem with me. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. it. Nobody wants it. Um, that's the story. The news story is that nobody's getting their kids vaccinated. Well, not very many people. Where I live, every kid's vaccinated. Um, but nationwide, 80% of kids over the age of six aren't vaccinated. And I'm guessing for this six months to five
2: years, it'll be more like 90% aren't vaccinated. So, oh, I would guess it's going to be more like 98. The tiny little kids? Nobody's going to want that except, you know, COVID cultists. So why are you reporting the story like everybody is breathlessly
3: waiting for the opportunity to get their kid vaccinated and we'll get them there right away? Like I said, all all my kids' friends did do that. Uh, They did get there as soon as they could and got vaccinated, but I didn't. And and almost everybody in the country is not so... uh, I, I, our our national conversation is just so weird. We don't talk about reality all the time. The reality right. is kids are not getting kids are not getting vaccinated. Maybe you think that's horrible. Maybe you think that's fine. That's the that's the conversation to have. But acting like something has happened on Face the Nation every Sunday, Margaret Brennan has been asking whoever she has on as a guest, how soon will my child, who is only two, going to be able to get vaccinated? Okay, well that's good. But you're in the minority. You're in the minority of like. Less than 10% of people that are going to do
2: that. Wow. And wow. do you not know that? You know, I, I, my theory is that the, the, media, the media elite, like the political elite, a lot, of, a lot of them are such a weird little insulated subculture. Their perspectives are so different than us. It's like it's if we got all of our news media from like a biker gang in Barstow. <laughs> uh, or, or, or like, lobster fishermen off the coast of Maine were responsible for disseminating all information. And most of it had to do with the nor'easters and lobsters. I mean, <clears throat> and the rest of us are like, this has got nothing to do with my life. Right. That's how weird the media elite are. But if
3: you just watched, like, the NBC Evening News and glanced at the front page of big newspapers, you would think that, okay, fantastic, the vaccine's out for little kids, now they're going to get vaccinated. That's not what's happening. No.
2: No, it is so odd.
3: Four out of five kids in this country over age six are not vaccinated. Going to be almost all of the littler kids aren't going to get vaccinated. That's the conversation. Now, you, you can make your argument on why I should or whatever, and I'll agree or disagree. That's interesting and relevant, but quit pretending like everybody's breathlessly waiting for the kid vaccine.
2: You're so right. There's just such massive cognitive dissonance in this thing, whether it's the masks for kids at school, which don't do any good, according to all the major medical authorities or the shutdowns, which haven't done any good or or so little good. They weren't nearly worth it, according to all the major medical authorities, both before and after we did it. And nobody's talking about it and nobody's admitting
3: it. or having 80,000 people in a football stadium that has mandatory masks in a county that has mandatory masks and not a single human beings wearing a mask, including the effing. Governor. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? That's exactly right. Stay here.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, given Canada's support of Ukraine in this current crisis with Russia, I don't know if it's far-fetched to ask, but but there is concern that Russian actors could be continuing to fuel things uh, as this as this protest grows, but perhaps even instigating it from from the outset.
1: What does it say? Sorry. So it says. F your white nationalist agenda. I am not a white. This is nothing to do with white. This is nothing to do with truckers. This is about freedom for all of Canadians. You
4: can be brown, black, white, blue, whatever color you want to be. This is about freedom. And Trudeau has no right to put us in this condition or mandates throughout the country. Trudeau, not going to school. It's a terrible thing to do.
2: So what you just heard... Amidst the big giant trucker protest in Ottawa, the capital of Canada, the pr- truckers are protesting against bizarre and ineffective COVID lockdowns that are going to cost them their living. Um, and, and their giant protest getting a lot of popular support. So you have a CBC news anchor saying it could be Russian infiltrators doing these protests. And then you see this little dweeb with a sign that says, F your white nationalist agenda. And an Indian guy, Indian-Canadian guy next to him says, "Uh, I'm not white. This has got nothing to do with whites. What are you talking about? It's about the schools being closed and people being locked down when it doesn't do any good. You know, speaking of cognitive dissonance, what is it with searching for bizarre You know, far-fetched theories of why people are protesting the trucking regulations.
3: I wonder how many of those are um, either paid or Chinese or from Russia or whatever just to cause... Did you see the guy wandering around with the Confederate flag? And everybody's like, who the hell is that? He's got a mask
2: on. Who is that? He's the only guy fully masked. You can't see his face.
3: And China knows and Russia knows by following our media... If you can get, if you got one guy walking around with a Confederate flag, a lot of the news media reports, and there were Confederate flags there, so clearly white supremacy was part of the issue. That's all you got to do to change the whole conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then half-wit dweeb Justin Trudeau with some comments on it. Michael, go ahead and give us a 70 and 71 real quick.
3: There is a right to protest. There is a right to make your voices heard loudly and clearly. There is not a right to shut down our democracy, our democratic processes. There is not a right to abuse, intimidate, and harass your fellow citizens. I have attended protests and rallies in the past uh, when I agreed with the goals, when I supported the people uh, expressing their concerns and their issues. Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that.
2: So I'm in favor of protests when I agree with them. And you can't have any protests in which people are abused, intimidated, and harassed. Uh, Do you remember those Black Lives Matter protests? Well, it's just an
3: interesting thing for someone to say in a democracy that I agree. I'm in favor of protests that I agree with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I am not in favor of them. Boy, old Justin Trudeau has got to have lost the support of all Canadians except for the, LGB, the LGBTQ the QT LGDP L- LGBTQ two plus Canada. Seriously, you got nobody better than him? Come on. Any hockey heroes, or like a former Mountie, or like a talking moose? Anything? Admit me, chorus, to this history. Who, prologue-like, your humble patience pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge, the final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. That's some fancy stuff there. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Our technical director is pressing in buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought. You know, Jack, when I was a little kid, I accused my dad of stealing uh, from a hotel, too. Um, It wasn't soaps or shampoo. It was the minibar, that little fridge in the room. I guess you can't take that. You're not but... supposed to take the fridge? No, you're not supposed to take that. <laughs> Strap it to your back. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer and has a final thought for us. Alex? Yeah, I was taking a long bus trip down to Los Angeles one time, and we stopped at a Motel 6.
3: I needed something to support my back for the next day's drive, so I took a couple of the pillows. Well, the maid saw me as I was leaving and started screaming down the hall, He's taking the pillows! He's taking the
2: pillows! And I still feel guilty about it. Well, that's... the. <laughs> <laughs> they should have tased you. Put you in the back of a squad car. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? So I
3: walk into the living room yesterday afternoon, and my 10-year-old Henry says, Dad, look at this. Shaggy and Velma are talking to the old lady. She's got a quill pen and lemon juice. She's obviously the person that wrote the letters in the disappearing ink. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: well, he's really figured out the plot now. Of all of your Scooby Doo misters. Well, Shaggy had been way ahead of himself, too, if he wasn't always stoned. It's always the old woman or the old man. Always. All right, right. My final thought is we need to, somebody needs to organize a nationwide boycott of the kids wearing masks at schools. Any responsible medical authority says it does no good. The rest of the world, with very few exceptions, does not have kids in masks at schools. It's idiotic.
3: If you, if you made a school explain why how they justify it, I don't, I don't even know what they would say to at this To keep point.
2: the kids safe. We need to keep everybody safe. We want everybody to have a safe experience at the school. They just repeat that. Mm. Like Ar- it's a magical incantation. Armstrong and Getty are having up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of great articles posted for you. Yesterday's one more thing, very entertaining, about California's policies on eating roadkill
3: you uh we we will see you tomorrow god bless america
0: it's over you gotta be kidding me i said bye the
4: time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed so That's true. A point of personal privilege. What a stupid son of a
2: bitch. So let's go out with a bang. Tom
3: Brady has officially retired. Gather oh, your kids please, around. Tell I them. Don't care. Tell them before please. they go off to school today. They're going to be devastated. Put, you know, put your arms around them. It's like the morning of
2: 9/11, really. Somebody, please, they've <laughs> cut off his mic. On that high note, <laughs> thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.